Good afternoon. This is Rich Nast, Executive Vice President of Open Systems Media, leader of the Embedded and IoT franchises. Here for this week's Embedded Insiders with, that's your cue, Brennan, with? The smartest guy in Embedded, Brandon Lewis. No, no, I want you to describe yourself. <laughs> Technology Editor Brandon Lewis. There we go. Thank you very much. Uh, if you've been listening to us for a while, uh, you know every week we pick some topic, um, something timely, something that's in the news, and we figure out why it's great or why it's not great. And this week, Brandon, I'm Well, the, before that, you're forgetting something. You are right. I am sorry. <laughs> the Embedded Insiders is sponsored by the Trusted Computing Group. TCG provides proven standards for built-in security. Learn how to secure the insecure Internet of Things and embedded systems at www.trustedcomputinggroup.org. Did you know Very that, good. Brandon? Yes, I did. Well, that's only because you listen to the Embedded Insider podcast. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Every week. All right. Uh, as I was saying, uh, a few weeks ago, we tackled the topic of machine learning. And mm -hmm. since then, I've done a little bit of research, and I have been, I'll say disappointed. Um, I've been reading a lot about it and hearing a lot about it. It seems to be like the the new cool buzzword, machine learning. You know, mm -hmm. sort of like IoT was the cool buzzword a few years ago. Um, but the similarities are very similar, if that makes any sense. Um, when IoT came around, there was actually nothing new about it. It was technology that had been around for a while. It was, it was sort of coalescing around connectivity. But there really wasn't anything new except this really cool term, Internet of Things. And I'm going to make the argument that machine learning is the same thing in that we're really taking the IoT edge, and that edge could be anywhere, whether it's uh, some sensor out in a field somewhere or if it's in an, in an industrial setting for on, on a piece of machinery, manufacturing equipment, or it's a smart building. It's sending that information to the cloud, running some analytics on it, and sending it back and making the equipment at the edge smart. And it's machine learning. Hmm. Is there more to it than that? What am I missing? Well, uh, machine learning is, is not as complex as before we were talking about AI and, and deep neural networks and convolutional neural networks. Machine learning is, is, is not that exactly. Um, what machine learning is, is probably some, something like, uh, you know, just um, rules and process process rules that you would be used to in an industrial setting, um, except it's a little bit more flexible. Um, you would basically implement some sort of supervised control um, saying, you know, uh, if this situation happens, do this, or uh, in an image recognition system, look for these specific types of things. Um, and then how it's supposed to work from there is that the edge system will upload that kind of like the IoT back into um, a training model. So um, what's happening at the ed edge is called inferencing, and then what's happening up in the cloud is called training. And so uh, this cloud system will consist consistently get smarter, doing air quotes, uh, 
based on all of the various information that it's sucking up from the edge. Um, and then hopefully, like an IoT, send that back down um, and make the edge system smarter, better, you know, better able to do its job. Okay, but, so to be clear, are you making the device at the edge smarter, or are you making the cloud smarter so it can make better decisions for the edge, or is it both? The, it's a little bit of both, but it's more important that the device at the edge is smarter, right? Because you really, just like in IoT, you would rather, um, you don't want to have to depend on the cloud for a number of reasons, the transmission costs, the latency, um, whatever. You want to make sure that that edge system that's monitoring whatever um, is able to act independently or somewhat autonomously um, so that you don't have to rely on the cloud for those things, the reasons I mentioned. So would I insult you if I said you sound like a mouthpiece for the processor vendor? <laughs> well, see, the processor guys, this is why uh, machine learning is actually kind of taking a big leap forward. Uh, some of the you know, a AI and deep learning stuff, that's been available in a data center setting for a long, long time. Um, like we talked about before, IBM Watson's been around for a number of years, decades even. Um, but the processor guys, what they're doing, and I'm not even just talking about the traditional names that you think of when you think of, of uh, AI or machine learning like NVIDIA or Intel or you know, even Xilinx now. There are new processor designs coming out called neuromorphic chips, and basically uh, these chips are being designed to mimic a, a, you know, a neural network, uh, to mimic a, a brain, um, and change as, uh, as you know, situations, environments evolve. Um, so there's a little bit of elasticity that's being built into these processors, um, which is really intriguing. Obviously, it's really early days. I think one of the companies doing this is Neuromem, and then another one's called BrainChip, and BrainChip's using an FPGA accelerator from, uh, from Xilinx. But where the processor can take over a lot of this responsibility and not have to be running these big software stacks, um, you know, that's when I think you're going to start seeing uh, breakthroughs in machine learning. Okay. You reminded me of Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator, how they m made his brain do that. So he was adapting to situations, and he was smarter than the people. What's Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, Just I think kidding. we're going to end right here. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good stuff. And I'd like to hear from, from the, uh, the folks out there in, this, in the community about, um, you know, if they really think there's something new with respect to machine learning or it's just the same thing with a new name and some more enhancements. Yeah, I'd like to too. I'd like to too. It's you know, it's 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 tough because it's early days. So, um, you know, they're they're we've got to build from a foundation of some something, right? Um, so hopefully the capabilities will expand. Fair point. Okay, uh, that was Brand Lewis, technology editor. This is Rich Nass, executive vice president. We're both embedded computing design, and we're both the embedded insiders. And we're brought to you by the trusted computing groups, the trusted computing group, who provides. Proven standards for built-in security. Learn how to secure the insecure Internet of Things and embedded systems at www.trustedcomputinggroup.org. Thanks, Brandon. Have a great day. You too, Rich.